Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. How do you handle the mommy guilt? (laughs) Yeah. I really wanted to ask that question. Not the perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but it's such a valid one. It is for, (laughs) especially when you, yeah, when you are saying, okay, I'm going to choose to be home, but I'm not fully home because I'm still working from home. And so how do you navigate it? And that's where um, there was a point in my sister-in-law's life where she created this little business called Mommy Sabbatical. And what she was doing is she was doing retreats for moms and her tagline. And I absolutely love what she was doing with it all. Her tagline was take a break from the ones you love so you can love them better. Ooh. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's because perfect. Yes. that is exactly what it is. And so taking that same idea when it comes to business, that it is taking a break from your family so that you can be, so you can be fully focused. So then when you come back, you can be fully focused on them and love them better because you're not divided between two things. Mm-hmm. And so some of the best way that I have had to combat the mommy guilt is actually drawing a clear line and saying this is like either this is Nathan's time or this is a babysitter's time and having a fine line because then I don't feel guilty that my kid is only getting half of me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's been the biggest thing that has that's helped with the mommy guilt is doing is making sure that I know that if they don't get me at least they get all of somebody that has been a really big part. And then um, the other aspect of it is just in the same aspect, you know, being so focused on work means that I also, I set the bar high that then I need to be focused on them. Mm -hmm. And so when I am with them, then phones down, computers down, unless they're working with me on something, you know, (laughs) we've got our time to, to be able to really focus and play and have it be all about them. Yeah, I, I really like that. Um, I, I've noticed in myself, like the times that I'm getting really short-tempered with the kids is usually when I'm trying to do something else and not, exactly. I'm trying to split that time, that attention. Mm-hmm. And if I just put down whatever it is that I'm trying to work on and mm-hmm. just to give the kids 10 minutes. A lot of times that's enough to just give them a, they feel like they've gotten a little bit of mommy. Right. And then I can get back to it and it's, it's much simpler, but, <laughs> but I have to be very conscious of that. Otherwise I've noticed, yeah, I, I might, I tend to get a little bit more short tempered and everybody's crankier. <laughs> well, and I found that, I mean, an easy trick that I've just done that at nighttime that helped me when I had really, when I had small kids who were a bottomless pit of attention needing, yes. you know, yes. so, so they're, they're always needing something. Um, one of the things I did was just had talkie time at night. I think we've talked about this before, but um, basically just having some one-on-one time with each kid individually at night where they have com- the complete floor. Knowing I have some talkers and knowing my patience level, um, you know, I oftentimes would do it with setting a timer, two minutes, yeah. 
mm-hmm. think Toastmasters, that's a long time still. <laughs> Two minutes is a long time for somebody to have the floor. And, you know, I have some kids that will completely eat up all two minutes, <laughs> others who have some time left over. Sure. But um, they feel like they've got that and they've got my undivided attention to simply just listen to what it is they have to say. And that really helped too with them kind of their neediness throughout the day is like, if they come to me for something be like, okay, remember that thought, let's talk about it during talkie time tonight. Um, And kind of giving some little deterrence like that for it. Um, And then like you said, also, sometimes, sometimes it just doesn't work out. You don't have a babysitter, you don't have backup, you don't have another option. And so some of the things to help with that is maybe you're reserving, um, you know, we don't advocate sitting our kids in front of screens all the time, but maybe this is like the one time that is, they know that podcast time is, you know, for example, in y'all's situation right now, you know, podcast time is this specific show. Like this is the only time you watch Daniel Tiger comes on during podcast time. So it's special and new and they want it because it's only during this time. Um, so sometimes doing that and sometimes it is just saying, okay, you know, for every hour I work, I'm going to go and I'm going to have 10 minutes or five minutes or two minutes of just being there and loving on the kids. Sometimes it helps more. Sometimes it helps less, depending on how old your kid is in the in and out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that I've done both. <laughs> great for our, our six-year-old. You know, she is sitting down, she's sitting in there watching something on the, on the iPad. Right. But 18 months, that's not so much. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. There are times where it is. It's just hard. Yeah. And it's, it gets easier and easier for them to self-regulate. So at yeah. this point, yeah. I mean, my kids are between seven and 12. So if I say I need to work and Nathan's walking the dog, then I can say you guys need to occupy themselves. Right. And they do. They know the, you know, they know the routine at this point and they're old enough to be able to do it on their own. Right. As I say, it's yeah, different with small you're, children. Yeah, when you're, when you're in a, a different life stage with the kids, it, it, definitely, right. it definitely looks different. Absolutely. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I love this complete teamwork that you and Nathan and got. We, we talked a little bit about it last <laughs> episode where I think, you know, having that 15 hours and avoiding mommy guilt and stuff like that, a lot of times that works on a simple platform like, you know, you, you understand your spouse is working, so you have to occupy the kids. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, on the flip side, you know, when, when Nathan's working, you get to occupy the kids. and. Right. When you're able to do that, you're able to share that responsibility. And your kids also, in doing that, get all of both of you. And I, I love the system that you guys have set up. Uh, thank you. Well, it definitely, it takes, it takes teamwork and it takes trust in each other. Um, because the other part of it is, especially if you're coming from a home where it was predominantly one parent or the other, um, oftentimes it's your dad's deciding to work at home and now mom is not just the only one at home, but mom's rules are the only ones that happen. <laughs> and so then it becomes a mix of trying to, everybody's conforming to her way of doing things. Whereas we had to pull back and we had to look at, okay, how do we want our family to work as a team and what areas are, you know, what are your strengths and what are my strengths and how can we kind of work together and I need to have, uh, I need to trust Nathan enough to not tell him how to be a father. I'm a mother, he is a father, and he has his own relationship with him. And so I've talked a lot about that. Like, if you want daddies to be involved, mommies get out of the way. Don't give them the whole list of this is exactly what the routine and the schedule is. 
allow them to make their own routine and schedule. Um, obviously, you're not going to want your routine and schedule for the kids to be so polar opposite of Jocelyn's that it causes issues at home. So you're going to naturally gravitate towards similar models, but your approach is different because you're coming in as daddy, she's coming in as mommy. So the more you guys can, like the more couples recognize that and can kind of navigate where, like kind of how they parent and be okay with the fact that that's different, the better. The, pro the times that it can really become a tension point is if each of them, each, each parent has an agenda for exactly how the kids should be treated. And that's where, um, you know, having a clear expectation of kind of what that bottom line is can really help to say, okay, I may get at it differently, but ultimately, you know, I know I rough house with the kids and you sing them lullabies to get them settled down for bed, but ultimately they're, they're going to go to bed and I'll follow through with it. Yeah. You know, that was my <clears throat> absolute pet peeve. I hate getting kids riled up right before bed and Nathan loves doing it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and so it was, can I, am I going to sit here and just get angry at him and sit here and fume in the other room about how mad I am about it? Or should I just walk away and like even sometimes get out of the house, recognizing the fact that ultimately he does the same thing. They still get in bed. They're still fine. It's just a different process that doesn't work with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think that's yeah. the beauty of working and being married to somebody who has a personality style that's different than you mm -hmm. is that you can experience so much more. Jocelyn's a lot more, you know, by the book, uh, as uh, your friend uh, Dave Ramsey says, <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm the free spirit. I can't remember off the top of my head what the other one is, but like, she's more the nuts and bolts and the organizer and different mm -hmm. things like that. I'm definitely more the free spirit, but I think that that adds, uh, you know, that, that can either be a headache or that can be the, the thing that goes, Oh, wow. I've got, you know, things to learn and I got things mm -hmm. that I can do better and we can use it as our strengths instead mm -hmm. of our weaknesses. Definitely. Yeah, I did a whole podcast episode on opposites attract and how, I mean, we are, we just naturally gravitate oh, toward yeah. the opposites and that can end up being the thing that dri drives you the most towards somebody and also the thing that can turn you off the most about somebody. Mm -hmm. So recognizing those and recognizing, you know, the things that you did fall in love with at one point and kind of finding that beauty in them once again, when they rub you the wrong way, <laughs> can be really powerful. <laughs> I'm glad you don't know anything about that. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. All right. So you, what are some of your favorite business resources? You had mentioned med meditation is one. Um, do you have any others that you, books, podcasts, websites, or no? Uh -huh. <laughs> well, um, obviously I'm biased toward the 48 Days Eagles community because it is such a great community for entrepreneurs to connect with others that is in a, you know, a drama-free zone that is uh, very focused on a growth mindset with great resources for entrepreneurs. So um, the Eagles community is a great one. Uh, 48 Days to Work You Love podcast, obviously, for the work side of things. Um, and then as far as, you know, some books that I tend to refer clients to pretty consistently is The One Thing by Gary Keller. Mm -hmm. and the power of full engagement i'm completely blanking on who wrote i heard of that last but i've heard of the one thing maybe um, um yeah i'm i'm trying to remember who did the power of full engagement if that was okay jim 
lower l o e l o e h r okay so um both of those i have definitely recommended a lot for helping company helping people to kind of focus in on what is really important and how to be fully engaged in the process so um, those have been great. As far as other resources, man, I'm all for using those things that make things easy online. Um, so I always, I recommend if it's a one and done situation, like maybe building a website, if you're not a website builder, hire somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. Don't scrimp and don't, don't try to short change the things that you only do once in your business. Um, if it's just once and it needs to be done, hire someone who knows how to do it well and do it right. If it is something that you do consistently on your own, look for systems to support you. So, you know, I use later.com for, um, I mean, I just use the free version of later for my social media. Um, then Tailwind is another one. So I use systems that help me to make social media easier, but then I have my go-to web guy for like right now, hey, will you check out what broken links are going on my site and um, give me some analytics from the last year. I hire somebody out for that. So I do, I do a combo of, yeah, of systems and of resources of just people. I, I like, I like that. I think it's really important to know what you're good at. Yes. We're in that spot right now where money is a big issue. On that though, So uh -huh. it's just trying to balance that is sometimes tricky. And that's, that's why I use that. If it's something I'm only doing once, then I'm more likely to do it knowing that it's not something where I've got that extra, that constant fee going. So yeah, I'll start with the free things first. So, you know, the free version of MailChimp, the free version of later and, you know, go with the things and then look at where is, you know, where is the best use of my money and time investment, but making sure that you even look at that, like just even the way that you term it, it's not, can I afford this? It's, is this a worthwhile investment for my business? Because sometimes that worthwhile investment for your business costs a little bit more, but the time it affords you is worth it because you've got that time back, which then could generate more money for your business or refuel you enough that you can move a little bit further with your business. Right. Either way, um, if, you know, if the exchange is you are able to generate more, it could be worth it even if you really wanted to you know, pay $5 an hour and you found somebody great for 10 okay. Can you, can you make it work because they're able to get it done so much faster? Yeah, I love that. So you had mentioned uh, me uh, meditation, and that's something mm -hmm. that some people are, yeah, they're, they're familiar with. There's other people who aren't familiar with. How do we start it? How do we do it? What are some of your the resources that you use for meditation? Do you use guided meditations? Uh, what, are, what are some ways that you have found that help you to focus and to clear your mind? Um, I, I have to say, first off, I'm completely spoiled by being married to a guy who is amazing at guided meditation. <laughs> so um, he has actually talked down my daughter from hyperventilating in the middle of the night in Costa Rica, who could not breathe. And he was able to walk her through with guided meditation oh. to a point of breathing again and not needing a nebulizer. That is so, um, hyperventilating is scary. Yes. And so, um, so I will say I have that in my toolkit, but that's because of all of the, you know, just him listening and receiving it himself. And so, um, there are times like even needing to get kids settled or anything else where we will just Google 
guided meditation for whatever, you know, for sleep, for kids or whatever. Um, I do have on my phone right now, I have the Calm app. And I do highly recommend the Calm app. It's great. It has so many resources, not just for a guided meditation, but it may be certain music for, that you can use for meditation. There's exercise, there are exercises in there. There's a whole kids section where you can have kids follow through and be introduced to meditation. So it is a great one. Um, and I would recommend if you are new to, to meditation, doing something like that. I mean, the most of the meditation apps are going to have a free version and then you can upgrade to premium. So try a free version of some, um, I think calm, you can try a week free, mm -hmm. um, try a free version and see what fits you. But the beauty of these ones that are apps on your phone is that you don't really have much of an excuse. We typically have our phones on us. And so if you have your phone on you, you can take advantage of that opportunity and pull a five minute meditation or a 30 minute meditation, you know, at any point during the day. And that can be, really helpful in just kind of resetting and taking a breath with with my kids <clears throat> we excuse me <clears throat> sorry um <laughs> with my kids um when they were really upset and they were you know crying or whatever i would try to um it was kind of like i i feel like it was kind of like med meditation but um i would just use the smell the flowers and blow out the candles and that really helped uh -huh. i felt like um, yeah. get the idea across to them on, you know, just breathing <laughs> uh -huh. and, 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 it, and it wouldn't say it worked every single time, but it, it, it would really, I mean, I think I was doing it with my kids at two, you yeah. know, two and a half. Um, I don't think the 18 month old would quite get it yet. <laughs> well, but that's such a great principle to use. It's not just, it's not that it will work every time. Just like meditation for us is not, we're not going to be every single time have, you know, fairy sparkle fly off of us. It's just that it's still a great practice for us to do because of those times that it does really help us and reset us. And for our kids, yeah, it's not that every single time you say that they're going to necessarily apply it, but if they've got that in their toolbox and so then there is that one time where you guys are not there and, you know, they're about to take off another toddler's head and then realize, Okay, you know, let's breathe in the breathe in the flowers, you know, blow out the candles. And they have that as a way to help to diffuse the situation. It's amazing those times that we do those little things and we don't think our kids get it. And then we and then we'll see it in action. And it's just that verification for us. And yes, yes, they are getting it. They are retaining this information. Yeah, there's so many times I don't feel like as adults, as moms, as dads, that we give you know, our our kids credit because we don't know exactly what they're you know what's going through their head and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a topic for a whole other podcast. <laughs> right. We can go on all day about that, sitting here and talking about our kids and how awesome our kids are. I've met your kids; your kids are awesome. So yeah, we, we, that could be an entire podcast all in itself. So actually, what are some ways that people can can connect with you and your mission? The best way is in the podcast arena. It's listening to the Mama Says Namaste podcast. And we cover all kinds of different topics. And I love the Q&A format. So when people send in questions, we often incorporate those in as our key topics as well. 
So that is a great way to get started with Mama Says Namaste. And then if you go to the website, there are lots of free resources. And um, one of them is just on the homepage. That's a great one for your crew. That is Success Insights for Home and Work. And it's understanding the personality styles and how that those dynamics work in both scenarios. Because we, especially as entrepreneurs, we recognize the overlap in both. And it can really help if you understand not only how you are best motivated, but also how, how everyone in your family is, how you guys can work together. Yeah, I, I think I did one of your, it was at a snapshot, is that what you called them? Uh-huh, a namaste snapshot, <laughs> <Yeah>. yep. <laughs> and I found that really helpful, and, and I, I would, I, one of these days I'm going to get around and getting it for the other kids. <laughs> it, was, yes. it, was, it was really eye-opening for me. <laughs> It can be really helpful just to have those the, the little affirmation and validation of the yeah. things that you do and how they are helpful and you can benefit more by kind of leaning into your strengths as opposed to trying to always work on those shoulds, those things that you struggle with. You know, there is a beauty in growth and growth and in growing and stretching ourselves, mm -hmm. but there is also that point of pushing ourselves so far in our areas of weakness that we don't make space for us to thrive in our strengths. And so I think that's where it's really helpful to see these, these personality snapshots, not as the end all be all, it simply opens the door to self-awareness to then say, okay, you know, maybe this is a strength I need to hone in on a little bit more and, um, and not spend so much time beating myself up for them. Not this, let's see what I really am and how I can thrive in that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, so much great information. Thank you for uh, joining us on the podcast. Uh, it is much appreciated, especially thank you for joining us through some of the or, you know earlier chaos and uh, the one and a half month old uh, year, not yeah. month old. See, it's, it, it's still morning, but hey, you know what? That's half the fun of parenting. That's half the fun of getting all this stuff figured out. Half the fun of you know, walking through the business journey, right? You, got, mm -hmm. you know, you got to roll with the punches and I appreciate you being willing to do that. Sure thing. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. Thank you for joining us again. And uh, you have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.